When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. The podcast that is a profound manifestation of ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that one so much. It's real good, right? It's real good. <laughs> um, from our live show? Yeah, the blondes. About blondes. Yep. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm Mike Johnson. <laughs> I'm Kyle Getz. And we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And today... Today... Yar. Okay. <laughs> Let's, you know, sure. I've asked you, mate. Okay. <laughs> I changed the episode. Can I change the episode topic right now? You'd be swabbing the dick, matey. Okay, I'll swab your dick. Wait. <laughs> oh, no. It sounded? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just was doing a, a deck sounds like dick. Uh, get him. Get on my poop deck. Um, yep, it's. Sure. We had to. What else do we need to get out up top? Um, uh, uh, shiver me timbers. Okay, cool. <laughs> booty. Okay. Uh, we're talking about pirates. No, booty's coming back. Just so you know. <laughs> I'm bringing booty back. Uh, we're going to talk about pirates. Yep. You know why? Why? Because every once in a while we get a wild hair up our ass to do something random ass, and that's the winner. And. Just like always, I'm like, oh, this is a random thing. And then I was like, oh, God, I have some I have some feelings about this. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. We'll get into it, though. We're going to get into it then. But first. Uh, but first, let's put this at the top of the show. Mm. Um, Tops, just, pay just attention. This case. is for you. <laughs> just in case people don't make it to the bottom, if you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so we have been nominated for a Cyber Socket Award, <laughs> which is <laughs> that, that... magical. So we... Yes, they uh, they are the same ones that do like nominations for gay porn awards like Epic Ass and, you know, Best Cock, Best best Group Scene, shit like that. And Daddy of the Year. I would who (laughs) knew that we would be on the same list of nominees as Devin Franco and Kate Maddox. Yeah, yeah. it's the weirdest thing. They added a podcast category this year. Uh, Best Gay Sex Podcast. Yes. Um. So, uh, go to cybersocketawards dot com and vote for us. Yep. Sadly, I was not nominated for best cock, but there's always next year. <laughs> there's always next year. You got to get your cock out. You got to do some cock PR. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, A podcast maybe not might not be the way to do it. Yeah. Um. Please vote for us. That would be the weirdest, coolest um thing we have a, we are very good at losing lots yes. of different awards so it would be fitting if it was our first award it would be very fitting if we wanted gay porn award yeah that would be that would be <laughs> yeah a real resume builder yeah. <laughs> as they say um i also wanted to mention sure this is just an update from our episode on flight attendants okay i talked to an actual our friend an actual gay flight attendant well who, that was your first problem the, <laughs> <laughs> first-hand research yeah. mm, get some first-hand research in on those flight attendants first-hand job research <laughs> um he asked if i knew what the nickname for gay flight attendants was uh, first ass i don't know what is it oh like first class yeah. okay i couldn't my... well at first i thought those moaning noises were was your guess <laughs> I t- like i don't know coffee tea or meow i that didn't make it, it specifically make gay sense. go ahead um Sorry. it's uh air mattress 
Great. <laughs> Great. Um, which is hilarious. So got to got to get that in there. Yeah. Um, uh, ready for the news? Let's do the news. Shut your mouth hole. It's time for your ear holes. News. 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 Okay, news the first. News the first. So, first of all, Politico has obtained photographs that appear to show Congressman Madison Cawthorn, the embattled Republican congressman from North Carolina, wearing lingerie in what appears to be a party setting. Have you, have you seen this story? Yes. Are you following this story yes. at all? He's unfortunately hot. Like, yeah, it's it's really it's annoying. It's problematic. Yeah. 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 I don't want to have sexual feelings about such a dick face butthole shitbird. <laughs> it's interesting the first insults used were dick and butt i know i get where your mind's at but yeah uh he uh Cawthorn, who's 26 years old was raised in a conservative baptist community in henderson county north carolina and is basically just the arch he's a fucking christian evangelical fuckface yeah um and and really pushes a lot of hyper masculinity. Like there's there's the one video of him punching a tree. Like I haven't seen that until until he, like he's trying to chop down a tree with his hands, like he's in a fucking video game or something. Um, and he has talked about uh, sexual perversion in in reference to us to Hagees. Uh, yeah. yeah. So Politico could not independently verify the photos because they're screenshots of original images, but apparently. After the story was published, he sort of admitted that they were real because he tweeted that the photos were taken of him during a game on a cruise before he was elected to Congress. Straight people, are you okay? <laughs> what game do you play that involves wearing lingerie in a casual... I just I'm, What's wrong with that, though? There's Why a, is that... Oh, you seem like you were saying that's a bad thing. I, I mean, it just doesn't... I don't understand. I don't understand what he, like, it's particularly problematic because of who he is. Right, right. Well, that's the thing about it. Like, Like, none of, none of this would be if you found any congressperson or any person wearing lingerie that, that should be okay. That's, that doesn't change anything, especially if, I don't know, not especially, but like, whether it's because it's your identity or you're just playing a game, like, whatever, that's fine. But if you're someone who battles against, sexual perversion and and call some of these things names and then come to find out you've also participated in some of these things like yeah it's that's the that's the problem part yeah 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 i mean he in march 2021 on a podcast he said quote i think that we have bred a generation of soft men and that generation has created a lot of problems in our society and our culture um if you're soft go see your doctor they, can, they have something they can prescribe for you it happens to a lot of men it's fine it's, it's okay there's still a lot of fun to be had he has tweeted quote there's only one god and two genders um anyway just, if you count that's i mean look at the religions that's not true <laughs> yeah he, he uh not he to is, mention the Joder thing. Sure. Yeah. He also said, and I think this is kind of funny. He said, uh, I quote, I was raised on proverbs and push-ups. <laughs> God, um, that's a, a little bit hot, which right. is also annoying. Right, right. Um, yeah, anyway. And he, I'm all out of push-ups. It's just, it, 
I think it's great. The schadenfreude of somebody who's this squeaky clean, conservative Christian, anti-LGBT, just straight-laced fuck-face asshole dickbag uh, getting getting caught like this yeah, is yeah. Um, kind of delicious. Yeah, it's perfect. Um, okay, so news the second? Yeah. All right. In a, in a story that just totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, a man was arrested on Tuesday, April the 20th and charged with making threats against Merriam-Webster Dictionary Corporation um, after allegedly threatening to bomb the offices over the dictionary definition of female. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what is the dictionary definition of female? Um, in uh, I should have looked that up for this story, actually. Let's see. Merriam-Webster. Merriam-Webster. Female. Of relating to or being the sex that typically has the capacity to bear young or produce eggs, having or producing only pistols or pistolate flowers, having a gender identity that is the opposite of male, made up of usually adult members of the female sex, consisting of females, characteristic of girls, women, or the female sex, exhibiting femaleness. Um, yeah, a lot of there's there's a lot of definitions there. There's a lot uh, there's a lot to choose from. But yeah, he was charged with making threats against them. He allegedly threatened to bomb their offices. Hansen, who's 34, was charged with one count of interstate communication of threats to commit violence. His first court appearance is coming up on April 29th. He sent the threats in October, and in them he suggested hunting down and shooting the person who wrote the definition for female and using their Contact Us page on their website, allegedly wrote, quote, it would be poetic justice to have someone storm your offices and shoot up the place, leaving none of you commies alive. How would that be poetic? <laughs> he needs to look that word up in the dictionary. <laughs> so he doesn't bomb the shit out of them because of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they closed their offices for five days on the recommendation of the FBI. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, they, uh, the United States Attorney Rachel S. Rollins said, quote, We believe Hansen sent a multitude of anonymous, threatening, and despicable messages related to the LGBTQ community that were intended to evoke fear and division. My office and our law enforcement partners will not tolerate threats against members of our community, no matter what corner of the Internet they're sent from. And uh, so, so, yeah, yeah, like, they're real mad. People are real mad about this gender and sexuality stuff that's going on and it's really unfortunate because there's a lot of fucking horseshit that's happening in the world as a result of it yeah exhibit 458,000 1200 and whatever yeah here yeah yeah that's like an insane like you're an insane person if you're trying to argue that you're the logical one by threatening to bomb like it just yeah you're insane stop it yep Stop it. Stop. Just just stop just it. Stay home. Just rip up your own personal dictionary in a form of protest and just stay home. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. News the last. Great. This is a rabbit hole, Kyle. Okay. I thought That's what I call my book. Yeah. Is it? I yeah, hop on in. Hop on. <laughs> <laughs> Easter was the last one. Uh, <laughs> um or last week. If, whatever my brain today no, okay it was like it happened last year too that's true yeah that's true um so on april 20th bartow county schools on their facebook page posted hces wedding extravaganza we hear wedding bells at hamilton crossing elementary school and here's why Kindergartners have worked hard this year learning letter identification and letter sounds as a culminating activity hces held a wedding 
to help students remember the spelling rule for the letter Q. Q and U always go together in a word. There was a boy who was labeled Mr. Q and a girl who was the other way around. Sorry, a girl labeled Mrs. Q and a boy named Mr. U, and they were married by a teacher in a suit and tie at the front of the classroom. Um, there was apparently a reception immediately following the ceremony. What a fun and engaging letter learning activity. And it is full on like 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 children. She's got a veil on. She's holding flowers. He's wearing a tie. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. There. Yeah. There's there's a group of 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 uh, dude five year olds holding a sex doll from the bachelor party the night before. <laughs> They've uh, got remnants of cocaine on their noses still. <laughs> one of them broke their arm somehow. A way no one remembers or won't tell you. And and of course uh, you know this this came across gay social media i forget I, I think it was a twitter feed that i that i ended up catching it on of course saying like yeah gays are throwing it shoving their sexuality down your throat like yeah. this is this is patriarchal heteronormativity at its absolute worst this is indoctrination those poor fucking kids like are like are they are they are, do they think they're married now like are they <laughs> Okay. They might. Hopefully, they're not dumbass dipshits that actually think they're married. <laughs> I don't know. Kids are pretty stupid, so maybe. Turns out, though, upon further reflection, this is not just a 2020 thing. I found um, evidence of this kind of thing happening in many elementary schools what? across the country back at least as far as 2013. And in 2013, the Post was talking about this being an institution at this particular school, quote, for many years. So it's been it's been. I guess a lot of elementary schools do this like, as a matter of course. Like, like there's no other way to teach them about Q and U. Oh, Jesus specifically, fuck. like <laughs> Mr. Q and Mrs. U, or Mrs. Q and Mr. U is the thing. Like, wow. there's, a, there's, I even found like lesson plans of like here's the best way to execute this kind of an event. You might have to work with the administration to get permission to use the the gym or whatever the fuck. Sure. Like, uh, there's a video of these uh, these kids. It's from 2013, 2014. These kids uh, taking a white roll of butcher paper and rolling it out like to mm. make and then and then sprinkling flowers on it so that they could walk up to the front. Like, just go all make it as like just just as bridezilla as you can make this thing. They totally support that, and the kids really get into it. Mm. And but like, I'm just disgusted, and I'm <laughs> disgusted that it's been going on for so long. Mm. I'm also upset at how goddamn adorable it is. <laughs> Stop it, straight people. <laughs> Stop asking your like three-year-old girls if they have a boyfriend yeah, and yeah. just stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop lighting shit on fire to tell me about their genitals. I got to stop. <laughs> That's the news. That's the news. Uh, I, I would like to thank the following genitals that have lit us on fire um, for giving us money. <laughs> thank you to the following Patreon members who have waited patiently. Uh, Jay Remick. Okay. Uh, John Harry Lu Henry Loomis. Three names. Serial killer. Right. Nick Pant. Dominic O'Donnell. O'Donnell. Sean Sean Manning S H A U N. You could probably hear that I didn't. Did I pronounce it right? Sean 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 Manning. Why is, why is Sean a hot name? <sighs> I don't know. Let's like think about it. Yeah. Is there a reason for that? Sean because of Sean Hannity. <laughs> no. I, um. <laughs> sorry, Sean, for associating with that. Uh. And Jacob. 
just Jacob. Just Jacob. Um, if you would like to join Patreon, if you want to get bonus content episodes, episodes daily, go to patreon.com slash gayish podcast. Do it. Especially because our next Patreon Zoom happy hour is coming up. It's going to be <gasps> this Wednesday, Wednesday, May the 4th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Anybody at any level of support is going to get an invite in their Patreon inbox. Join us. We're going to talk about whatever the fuck we want to and um we and like, like star wars i guess may the fourth sure yeah. yes it's gonna be a star wars themed star wars the, our first hour zoom call star wars themed um but they, they really are fun you get a chance to hang out with with kyle and i and a bunch of other patreon supporters and just generally get drunk and tell lies <laughs> <laughs> why tell lies i don't know why do you, a, you know, I, it's I, a thing my dad says oh okay <laughs> yeah i mean you can if you want to we'll never know do you want to talk about pirates? Let's talk about pirates. Okay. We, I thought we covered that up front. <laughs> Are you going to... Yeah, going to talk the about... The history of pirates. <laughs> the history of pirates, Kyle. Okay. Um, so first, pirates are kind of gay, which we should let you know to, to keep... keep You, you got to like give them a little hook, you know? Yeah. I see what you did there. <laughs> You got to give them the hook. <laughs> the hook. <laughs> got to give them the Captain Hook, mm-hmm. which that should be a sex act. Uh, we'll, we'll have to figure out what that one means. Oh, put a butt plug in. Well, not that specifically, but I got I got some sex stuff. Uh, God, why am I so hot now? Because okay. you're wearing a hoodie. <laughs> <laughs> and you were just talking about that hot dude oh, yeah. from the news. Okay, Madison Cawthorn. Yeah. So piracy is robbing or other criminal violence by ship or boat-borne attacker. And uh, usually the goal is to steal shit, take away cargo, also known as booty. Okay. Um, or, or, <laughs> I can't help it, Kyle. I am who I no, am. No, well, or, I, yeah. Or, or other, other valuable goods. So the earliest documented instances of piracy were in the 14th century B.C. When the Sea Peoples, not to be confused with the village people, <laughs> a group of ocean raiders attacked the ships of the Aegean and Mediterranean civilizations. So... It's also interesting to me that state-sponsored piracy is called privateering, even though it's basically the same thing. State-sponsored piracy? They're like, go get those ships and yeah, the, and then give us the whatever gold you got? Yeah, it's like a weak, weak, nudge, nudge. Uh-huh. It's, and it's, I, I think they get to keep the booty, but it's like they're our enemies, so could you go pirate them? Mm. And then that makes it legit somehow, instead of just like doing it extrajudicially or whatever it's the cia yep yep exactly exactly right i'm so proud of you i I hope that translate i hope i said it you could hear how i said it right that it was cia you could that's not a that's more of a visual gag but here we are so awesome so awesome um usually referring to like the ocean right like although sometimes we do refer to other kinds of piracy like like you like plane hijackings sometimes are, are re- referred to that way or also train pirates or or car pirates i've never heard of those and uh there's also space pirates and a lot of sp- science fiction and um and then for whatever reason stealing content online started getting called piracy which that's now that i think about it that's kind of a harsh term yeah like i have I have boarded and stabbed exactly zero people listening to <laughs> Napster, you know? Like, uh, so the English word pirate comes from the Latin pirata, which is 
Latin for pirate. There's a circular reference there that I don't really enjoy. Pirates is Greek. It means brigand. And basically, the, uh, the word peril comes from the same, like, root. Okay. It just means danger. Bad, bad people. Hmm. Bad people doing bad shit. What I really want to get to, Kyle, so when we, when we think about, like, pirates, the sea shanties and the yar and the captain hook and all that shit that's 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 mostly caribbean pirates and and pirates of the caribbean 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 johnny depp that's where it all comes from and that's all in like the 1650s to like the mid 1700s and um it's oh god where did my good where is the where are the hookers kyle Pirates, of course, are, are predominantly male occupational. A lot of that's just because being a sailor was a male-dominated thing, and the Navy required that you be a dude to serve in the Navy. Uh, there were some female pirates. We're going to talk about a couple of really Ooh. awesome ones in a, in a future, um, in, a, in a segment, a, a couple of segments from now. But, like, anytime you get a bunch of dudes and take them away from the land, <laughs> gay stuff happens. Yeah. Like, and... See the Navy. <laughs> In the Navy. And I wonder, like, just like with frat guys, I wonder if it's actually that gay or if that's just the fantasy of, mm. of it being that gay. And I, judging from the number of, like, for sure gay things that have been documented, I think it was pretty gay. Yeah? Yeah. So um, there was, okay, here we go. I found it. Thank Ooh. God. So the golden age of piracy is the 1650s to the 1730s. That's the like Pirates of the Caribbean thing. And it was on the island of Hispaniola in the Caribbean that is is sort of the the birthplace of all of these symbols and ideas that are wrapped up into old school piracy. So by 1605, Spain basically like pulled the plug on their colonies and just kind of abandoned them. And so people that were like runaway slaves or uh, soldiers who had committed mutiny, sailors, almost anyone who had a reason to like hide from the crown ended up going to this, this island. Apparently a lot of them were Protestants. They were either French Huguenots or they were English. They were opposed to the Catholic Spanish. And anyway, they made a society which they called the Brethren of the Coast. And they... On the island, island, they hunted pigs and cattle, which they smoked over wooden barbecues called boucan, and that's where the word buccaneer comes from. Oh, because they were barbecuers. So hmm. that's grilling has been part of toxic masculinity for <laughs> centuries, Kyle. Um, but it was an almost entirely male society, so they lived in same-sex couples. Wait, <laughs> so they that that doesn't necessarily have to follow, but it's a, is it, it did it did. I mean, yeah, huh. They, they said, um, quote, two men would disappear into the tropical forests for between six months and two years. And when they emerged, they would be dressed in animal skins and covered in blood. Then they would sell. <laughs> Just like when I have a hookup on Grinder, right? <laughs> you know, we both come back covered in blood and animal garments. And they would sell smoked meats and hides to passing ships. I, I'm, I'm sure they smoked by, their fair share of meat. <laughs> yeah, there, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I just heard smoked meat and was like, wait, I got to do something there. Okay. Um, and 
so fast forward a little bit they had to move to the island of tortuga which was north of there it was a more defensible island but had even fewer natural resources so they had to augment their lifestyle with piracy so I'll just read this this part real quick. Tortuga was split between French and English colonies, and that played into the buccaneers' hands. The French, English, and Dutch governments all wanted to break the Spanish monopoly of trade with the New World, so they either turned a blind eye to anti-Spanish piracy or even encouraged it. That's this whole privateer thing of like, hey, you know, if you steal from the Spanish, we're, 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 we're down for that. So there, but there were, there are far too many men on this island and too few women. And Tortuga was obviously deeply homosocial and probably openly homosexual. Homosocial? I don't think I've heard that word. That's fun. That's the like, you know, fair enough. Dudes doing dude stuff, but like in a homo kind of way, but like that, not necessarily sex because it's not like everybody watched each other bang. Oh, man. Or did they? I mean, um, no, but but most 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 researchers think that it was actually homosexual in an open kind of way. Like everybody knew what was going down and was on board with it, yeah. at least in this little pocket of society. Yeah, I feel like we've <clears throat> seen that many times in society, whether it's prisons or the navy, or we've seen it in a lot of times when you have mostly men in an area homosexuality becomes totally accepted, and for some people, it's you know legit innate homosexuality there's situational homosexuality like yeah. sometimes you just want to jizz in something warm and i got it i got a butt like yep you know there's a lot of different reasons but um yep. anytime you just have a group of dudes all or you know, bachelor parties anytime you have a group of dudes around each other yep. uh yeah it kind of turns into this just like any bar is a gay bar if you bring enough friends once yeah. you get enough <laughs> once you get enough people together it gets pretty gay uh it was enough of a quote-unquote problem that the french governor jean levasseur apparently rounded up 1,600 female prostitutes and shipped them to the island. What? Hoping it would solve this gay thing that was happening there. Also, sex workers. <laughs> well, I'm re- I'm literally reading that sentence. Oh, sure. But you could also that's, update it. That's true. Okay. So he <laughs> believed that the women would be a civilizing influence, but he did not treat them well. He sold them off to the highest bidder at auctions. So, so there were these same-sex couples which the article calls them gay pirates now, <laughs> uh, um, the, the, said the gay pirates were established by now, so they shared everything, so they would only buy one woman and share her. Wow. <laughs> and some of these clearly became bisexual buccaneers in three-way relationships. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bye, people. <laughs> we see you. Bye, visibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. And triads, like wow, we got a lot of progressive sexual and relationshipal dynamics going on isn't here. That, isn't that crazy? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think it's really, it's an actual historical example of will you have you tried chicks, <laughs> like <laughs> failing miserably. Like, it doesn't work like that. I, and, I, I really enjoy that. I'll fix this problem, and then it turns into something like it just adds more fuel to this, like. Just queer fire that's happening. Yeah, like, yeah, made it even queer with like Polly and Bi and yeah. That's, yep, that's a beautiful testament to LGBT people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, it involved human trafficking, but we'll look. Right. Past oh, that right, right, right. Sorry. There, yes, there's a lot of yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So, so that's 
that's sort of the birthplace of the modern idea of piracy. And so as a result of all of this, you actually find that the idea that pirates are kind of (laughs) gay persists. And um, yeah, I'm I'm, going to talk a little bit more about um, some, some of the the lady pirates that I, that I, that I learned about. So Mm -hmm. I'll put a butt plug in the rest of this history stuff um, and we can fast forward to, you're going to talk about now stuff. Oh sure, do you, I, should I do that oh, now? It's up to you. Um, it's your show, Kyle. Uh, talk about what you want to. Yeah, well, How are you? Uh, How's the weather? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about what. Yeah, on this episode about pirates, I'm going to talk about uh, facials. No, um, maybe we'll break up the history with some sex. Yeah, well, okay. you, I mean, not <laughs> the history actually contained more sex than I expected, but yeah. than I suspected. Um, pirates used in sexual slang. Sure emerged in the 20th century of a play uh play off the tradition that pirates took whatever they wanted including sex uh which was seen as a conquest sure so i'm going to tell you a little bit about some of the sexual terms that contain the word pirate okay you you want to like conquistadors now it has a new connotation yeah conquista horse yeah. <laughs> um so the 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 source of where like the fact that pirates uh emerge as a sexual slang in the 20th century came from the book sex slang by tom da- dalzell and terry victor in 2007 okay but uh first one is on the pirate or to pirate is australian slang for a man searching for casual sex Oh, okay. I wonder why. I wonder. I mean, I, I all of these cruising yeah. for booty. I guess cruising for booty. Just <laughs> cruising for booty. That's not the song. Um, but it, <laughs> it, it, it's all of the. Well, let me keep going, and then we'll get back to the gay stuff. Um, there is um found in uh, Cassell's Dictionary of Slang, a book by Jonathan Green, not Cassell. I don't get it. In two thousand five, another word is a pimp. Who steal a pirate is a pimp who steals a pro sex worker mm-hmm. from See? another. I got it. I got. It. I fixed it. Real time. A pimp who steals a sex worker from another pimp. Okay, it's interesting. It's interesting that, that the sex worker doesn't have any agency here. Mm. Like, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I, is that like? <laughs> are there are the dream would be sex workers are all independent working you know for themselves making their own decisions probably unfortunately it's like in the song jolene when she 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 begs her not to steal her man like well okay it's kind of up to him too like let's (laughs) yeah let's blame the other woman instead of (laughs) yeah um the angry pirate angry pirate this is it like the sex act the oh god have you heard of this yeah really yeah do you know where you first heard of it um Okay. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. Frat guys are real gay. (laughs) And they love to talk about their dicks and what they're doing with them. Mm. And they love to talk about all of these, like, random-ass sex acts that absolutely have never really happened in the history of sex acts. Like, (laughs) Rusty Trombone and Hot Carl and Portuguese Breakfast and, like, like none of these things. None of these things have ever actually happened, but... but, uh, And and this is one of those. Angry Pirate is one of those. 100%. It appeared um, in a... Both... The book uh, Dirty Sanchez's Guide to yeah. Bucknacks. 
nasty <laughs> sex by Nick Denton Brown at <laughs> all in 2009. <laughs> and also in a Dan Savage column oh, okay. uh, where someone wrote in and said, have you heard about the pirate? It's when you're getting a blowjob from a girl. And then when you're about to come, you ejaculate in her eye. Then you kick her in the shin. The result is the woman squinting her eye and hopping up and down on one foot, holding her leg, screaming, arg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like you just said, Dan Savage replied like, no one does this. There are so many sex acts that are like this. And you listed a bunch that I don't. Hot Carl, that you said that one, right? Yeah. He also said, uh, also Donkey Punch, yep. Icy Mike. I don't yep. know what that is. That's your name in there. Yeah. Is Icy Mike when you like stick, when you, Mike, stick your dick in the freezer, wait for it to get cold, and then. I think it's fuck a, a I think, it's, into I think it's a poop. You freeze a poop and put it in there. Oh. I think I'm going to look it up. Sure. We need to get this right. (laughs) What? What's your face? Oh, and Icy Mike is peeing in a condom, freezing it and then fucking something with it. I don't like the use of the word something because like (laughs) I would have thought you would have said someone, but I don't know. I mean, the Urban Dictionary, the Urban Dictionary definition is Icy Mike pissing in a condom, freezing and fucking, well, (laughs) anything with it. (laughs) Sure. Lance just gave Virginia the old icy mic. That's a helpful. I love their de- like. Sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're literally just this person did this. Person. And this one says shitting in a condom and freezing oh, it. Oh Jesus! Yeah. God, does this episode now suddenly need a trigger warning? There's going to be weird stuff in here. I guess that's every gayish episode. Okay, I found someone, author Jordan Tate. Mm-hmm. who in the book The Contemporary Dictionary of Sexual Euphemisms nice. in 2007. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. That's what I want for Christmas. I, there, I realize <laughs> there's so many fucking books about sexual euphemisms. Yeah. I, yeah, I think we need to have our gayish library. Like People have sent us books every now and then. We need to have all of these books in here. Yeah. If we need to you know, turn to the, the physical pages for something. Yeah. They're, just like Dan Savage said, um, author Jordan Tate says, they're all fictions fictions yeah, sure. sure um uh he says they they fall into this this class of theoretical euphemisms i'm also a theoretical euphemism mm-hmm. um uh, that are infrequent impractical and violent he said that they um originated sometimes at sometime after the sexual revolution when the empowerment of women was threatening to men's place in contemporary society wow and as a result men started to fight back with these very violent and and not real thi- no one does these things these aren't based these aren't defining actual sex acts they're just making up things making up yeah. shit and piss yeah. sometimes like be, as a reaction to f- women's empowerment yeah yeah which i had never heard that explanation for why these things came into I'm being fascinated by that and i believe That's... the dude who wrote at least one of the 17 books about this thing i guess so yeah 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 yeah, yeah. that makes a lot of sense like you can I think it's sociology says that like you can think of a culture as being an individual and reacting in certain ways, mm. like as a whole and I spell whole, <laughs> but like, I, I, I think that's fascinating. Yeah. That's absolutely fascinating. Yeah. 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 More pirate terms. Tango pirate was popularized in the early 20th century described gigolos who sought out wealthy women at dances. Tango pirate. Tango pirate. Okay. Da, 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 da. Dun. Yoink, yoink. Um, pamper pirate. Pamper pirate. Is it a child molester? Oh, no. 
Okay. Yee. All right. Um, and lastly, butt pirate. Yeah. Or ass pirate. Butt pirate. Or poo pirate um, yep. are used as sexual slurs for gay men. Yep. Yep. Which, okay, uh, just going back to you asked about like why, you know, that uh, Australian term of, of um, to pirate as, as men searching for casual sex. The, it's interesting that so many of these, like I said at the beginning, is based on the, the idea that pirates take what they want. It is things are a conquest. And so we talk about pimps stealing the sex workers or someone go the tango pirate, someone going into a dance and finding a wealthy woman and taking her or the child molester one is like you know clearly yeah rapey yeah and in this mix we also have gay shit yeah yeah and it sucks to be included i there's nothing inherently predatory or taking what you want like kind of thing in gay sex unless you don't understand it and think it's associated with all these things so i hate that this is in the category of things that are included with pirate. Yeah. Yeah. But also kind of makes sense. And what I realized when I just, when I started thinking about pirate, I was like, what what am I going to look up? And I realized, I think, butt pirate is the first, the first thing I can think of when I think of gay stuff. Like, I, I think that's one of the very first things I heard about gay people. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it. I, you know, I fudgebacker and butt pirate seem to be like the the things that it was okay for teenage boys to call each other yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I don't remember exactly, but that might have been my first exposure even to the word gay or what mm. being gay was, or the fact that it had something to do with butts, which yep. it does. It has a lot to do with butts. It has <laughs> so much to do with butts. <laughs> um, yeah, and that God, I, I, I wish. I wouldn't have to do it, but someone could go back and I wish I could actually chronicle when I actually heard about gay things, you know, in my life and what the actual first time I heard your reference of a gay person or gay slang or, or any of this stuff. But uh, you know, I don't know, but that, that has to be a really messed up way of getting young kids started in thinking about gay stuff. And I remember, I don't know if this is connected, but I remember when I first started watching gay porn, Mm. I thought that, anal sex was gross mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i wonder if it had something to do with the connection to like butt pirates or you know maybe if, or if it's just because of poop there but yeah it, there's okay uh, one of my reactions to to what you were saying is uh that butt pirate as a basically you you, you made it sound like it was a term for a top right he's mm. getting what he wants yeah Con- and and, and rating taking- that rating that booty yeah and it's interesting to me because on some like weird emotional visceral level, I, I never made that connection before. Like mm. I always thought butt pirate as being more about being the bottom for some reason. Hmm. And I'm not sure where that comes from. It's just true. Um, like, I don't know, sail into my port or something. I don't like, I don't know, <laughs> I, I, but, but, but I, I am the butt pirate <laughs> as opposed to fudge packer, which I always associated with a top yeah. who's going to get his dick dirty. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. 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 And, um, and, those terms are also very closely related to each other in my yeah. mind, I think because yeah. of the like association to childhood playground horse shit. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it, that's interesting. I also think that like when I was straight, I didn't take care of my butt as well, <laughs> as well as I do now. And it was like maybe dirtier in general, like just it was, but uh, I mean, like, I don't remember like, 
really washing my hole really well, like a lot until I was older. I did, but I mean, like, not with like the level of care. <laughs> I don't know how much to explore this specific yeah. topic of conversation. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about butt pirates, Kyle. As a kid, how much did you clean your? I mean, there's a certain level of like, hopefully, when you showered, you cleaned your butt. Yeah, and your you but, like, like... but to pay too much attention to it was gay. Like, stay oh. out of there. It's dirty and bad. Like, just like give it the get in, get out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I had like a preconceived like how much to clean my butt when I was a kid. Who did? Or that or that it was too gay to like wipe too deep, I don't know. Um that's a weird topic I didn't expect to hear. Um I okay. At the risk of well, I'll just say it. Like vaginas also have things going on, things coming out sure. of it, and I hesitate to say this because gay men already talk about how gross vaginas are and that's really pro- problematic and, yeah. and we shouldn't but there's also a lot going on there stuff coming out of there things happening yeah. and and like but it's but the butt is the one that gets all the flack and not sure. the vaginas like when you're growing up you don't you're not like ew there's weird stuff in vaginas it's just natural that you would want to put your dick in a vagina and yeah. So so both have weird things going on, but the butt gets so much more of the uh, kind of ne- the negative press. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. So, uh, I yeah, I think there's something innately homophobic there. I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, that's just some of the sexual pirate slang. Sexual pirate slang. Yep. By the way, one of the at least one of the etymological dictionaries that I looked at said that butt pirate got popularized in the 80s, but I couldn't figure out how i didn't the most i could find was early or or in the 20th century i didn't find anything more specific about when or or how so that's interesting i mean that's when i yeah that wouldn't surprise me but yeah i don't know well speaking of butt pirates in the patreon segment i'm going to go over a thorough explanation of the legendary butt pirate according to (laughs) This person online who writes articles about fictional creatures. So there's little known legendary creatures. Number two, butt pirate. I'm going to, I'm going to read you some of that. So uh, I'm God, I, okay. I want to do the Patreon segment now, but okay, okay. we can keep going. Uh, So, but now Mm -hmm. continuing on the, like the history thing. Yeah. I want to talk to you about two, lady pirates and their incredible story that like their lesbianic wacky ass kind of tragic story okay here we go so mary reed and Anne bonnie are the most famous lady pirates Mm -hmm. and it's interesting to note that they both had a clear masculine side it's problematic to look back and try to assign transness Mm. In a time when that did not exist as an identity. Yeah. However, Mary, since childhood, insisted people call her Mark, hmm. and but and and did and was very tomboyish. That's one of the ways that she was described. But also used she her pronouns. She didn't try to pass as as male until she became a pirate. Hmm. But then um, moving moving on, apparently Anne, the other one, Anne's father dressed her as a boy and called her Andy growing up. 
And um, the thought is that that was because he had like kind of kidnapped her or they were on the run from from his wife's family. So something happened. He took her and was on the run and disguised her as a boy and named her Andy. Um, You might think of like changing the name like and Andy, I mean, if we're trying Change to go on more. the right, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, apparently, she had a wicked temper. She uh, uh, at, at thirteen, she stabbed a servant girl with a table knife. Holy sh! A table knife yeah. that doesn't work too well unless you go real hard at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Mary dressed as a man and applied to be a pirate. Applied. <laughs> I hate how you have to fill out your pirate application again, even though you already uploaded your pirate resume. Oh, no. Sorry. I messed that up. I messed that up. She got a job on a normal ship, and the pirates took the ship that she was on and forced her to join them. Oh, there was no application process. There was no application process. How does one become a pirate? You're just like, sign me up. (laughs) In that accent. (laughs) Meanwhile, the other one had traveled to the Bahamas, started mingling with pirates in local taverns. And uh, there, Anne slash Andy Bonnie met pirate captain John Calico Jack Rackham. Whoa, that's quite the name. Captain John Calico Jack Rackham. Uh, They started hooking up. Mm. They became lovers. So then Mary, the other one, joined that ship. And initially... Is ship short for relationship? Did she join the relationship? We will get there. <gasps> okay. Mary and Anne each assumed the other was a man <laughs> because they were presenting mail yeah, and yeah. doing this like DL being secret lady pirates. Mm-hmm. Um, but but <laughs> secret uh, lady pirate. But then, but then she's a pirate, but a secret lady. <laughs> Anne eventually told Mary, "I'm a woman, and I'm into you." I'm attracted to you. And that's when Mary said, I'm a woman too. Let's fuck. So <laughs> this sounds like a Shakespeare play. <laughs> Are you sure this isn't like much ado about Mary or something? <laughs> that's, that's when they probably started to have a sexual relationship. Huh. So there's this like moment of like, they've each found out that the other was a lady and like, then they were super down. Like, Ma- also which, by sex, there's like a bi element to that too, right? Apparently bi- pirates are bi. They're pirates. Pirates. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no. So, so Captain Jack Rackham, no, John. Captain John Calico Jack Rackham got jealous of Mary because he thought Mary was a man mm-hmm. trying to bang his chick Anne. Yeah, yeah. Who was actually presenting as a dude, but I mean, he knew. Anyway, so that's when Anne outed her and said, it's okay, Captain John. That's also a woman. Uh, and that makes it okay that, that she's hooking up with her? Like, that, that shouldn't, yeah. So then I guess the three of them were then a package deal. <gasps> it's it's unclear whether Captain John was also banging Mary or if he allowed Anne and Mary to continue banging each other. But the three of them together stole a ship from Nassau, the capital of the Bahamas. They recruited a crew and they did a bunch of pirating around Jamaica. Wow. And I didn't know bisexual bisexuality and triads showing up. Or yeah. I don't know if there's a like official try, but like Polly Wow. Yeah, Byrate Thrupples, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thrupple. 
Um, so apparently Rackham's crew, they were having a rum party, which that sounds fun. Cool. I want to have a rum party. I want to have a bum party. They were having a rum party on board when a pirate hunter cornered them and stormed their ship on the 15th of November, 1720. And apparently, Rack and Captain Captain John's men were too drunk to fight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they left Anne and Mary and one other crew member to take on the boarding party themselves. Mary allegedly shot at the other pirates when they refused to defend themselves. Like, get up off your asses, you drunk asses, and help <laughs> us help us fight them off. And so she got pissed and, and shot at her own people. Oh, jeez. Get off your ass, that kind of thing. And anyway, um, so eventually the pirate hunters overwhelmed them. Captain Rackham was sentenced to death. And Mary's last words to him were, quote, Had you fought like a man, you need not have been hanged like a dog. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man up. Uh, uh, how does it change my view when it's a lady saying right. some dude man up? I, yep. I, get, I still hate it, but... Yep. Uh, Anne and Mary were also sentenced to die. However, that had it was delayed because they were both pregnant. Oh. Maybe both by Captain John? Or were they lying about being pregnant to get avoid a hang-in? I don't know. Hmm. Mary, unfortunately, died of a fever in prison. and But a lot of people think that Anne survived because she disappears from history. There's no note of her actually being executed. And she's kind of like fa- hmm. fades off into the historical sunset. But yeah, that is that is the 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 pirate thruple. Um, <laughs> and I wonder if all of a sudden a dude named Andy starts showing up in the history books around that time, <laughs> right? It's interesting too. I think this idea that um, that's a it's a it's a meme or 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 um, a trope. It's a trope. The the lady being on a pirate ship. I've been watching. Um, uh, our flag means death. Mm. Have you seen any of it? Uh, no, yet? I haven't seen it, but I've heard lots of good things, lots of queer things about it. Super queer, lots of pirate shit. Kind of boring. Sorry, any, <laughs> any like our flag means death stands, but like I, I, it's, it's the pacing is weird for me. But there's a there's a pirate who's a lady on the DL in that show, mm. and it, it just it seems to fit. Like something about all of that makes sense, or is something that like your brain is ready and willing to accept hmm. but also how could they not know were people hmm. dumber about stuff in the past i think there's evidence to support that but like i don't know i've seen some bad disguises and I, how do how to like full-time like mrs doubtfire a piracy <laughs> it's just I, I don't know it's it's interesting to me that that that, that would work it seems like d- they had a lot more clothes and a lot more gendered clothes so it's like after the seventh layer of a dude clothing that they had to wear like maybe i i see think of them as being all like fully covered head to toe except for their faces and if all of that was you know the same garb that dudes are supposed to wear yeah yeah all right all right. And they didn't have glasses back then, so maybe no one could see shit. That's true. Okay. You're talking about pirate tropes. Yeah. And we have this very specific idea. You know, you think of a pirate, you think of the Halloween costume, you think of Johnny Depp, you think of, you know, these very. Parrot on the shoulder and a pig leg. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Pirates still exist. Yeah. There are modern day pirates 
And are they hot? I'm I uh, no, they're terrifying. Okay. Oh, that is a little hot. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm going to tell you just some facts about modern day pirates. Okay, hit me. They use AK-47s, heavy machine guns, rocket launchers, mortars, and grenades. Okay, they that's got- a lot of like. I don't know. What, did they go to Walmart? How does one? Yes. How does, <laughs> how does one procure? No, such it says things? right here. Go to Wal. <laughs> go to see Walmart. <laughs> uh, pick up mortars and grenades. Great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait three day. The three day waiting period for grenades. Ugh. Uh, um. The from my cold dead hands, Kyle. <laughs> Second Amendment. Um. The victims. Uh. They sometimes assault or kidnap they still maroon people occasionally they sometimes kill they typically target uh cargo vessel ships but on a rare occasion there have been instances where they've gone after cruise ships to try to get people's valuables apparently the trends are that modern piracy is on the rise having increased by it's a growth industry it's a growth it's booming (laughs) get in now everybody before elon musk buys the the piracy industry um it has increased according to one article increased by 75 percent in the last decade uh in 2010 there were nearly 490 reports of piracy and armed robbery against ships wow one of the downsides with the reporting is many carriers decide not to report when some of these issues happen because of the financial burden, they get their rates increased. You know, like when you get in an accident, sure. same thing. <laughs> your rates go up. Your pirate rates go up. Pirate insurance. That's a, There's a thing to think I, about. I'm guessing it's just part of your ship insurance. I would mm. think... I don't know how ship and I shouldn't pretend to know how ship insurance are basic. And then there's like comprehensive and then like there's, there's, there's a pirate add on, but it has a really high deductible. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Um, so your rates, if you report this, your rates can go up by as much as 30%. There could be an investigation that then incurs a daily loss of a thousand dollars a day. So it's sometimes in your interest not to report it, which that's fucked up that that could cause you not to like, I guess I'll just shut up about the pirate. Yeah. Um, international losses due to piracy are estimated to be around 13 to 16 billion dollars a year boy that's a big number boy howdy with the b Mm -hmm. that's the booty that i guess is uh uh nowadays um where does this occur i think some of the most like if you hear the somali coast is one of the ones you'll hear like somali pirates is one of the ones you'll um here most often uh, between the Red Sea and the Indian Ocean in the Gulf of Aden. In the Gulf of Guinea is, according to one article, the current global capital of modern international piracy. That's a maybe give that one back. You know, that title. <laughs> don't need that. I don't, wouldn't, don't love to have that one. Uh, uh, East Africa, the South China Sea, certain coastlines off of the South America, the Caribbean, and the uh, Danube River, particularly through the Serbian and Romanian stretches. Um, the Danube. Danube, is that how you? Mm-hmm. Danube, Danube, Danube. Yeah, that sounds too fun for pirates. Bonobos on the Danube. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we... I don't hear that much about pirates. Right. I don't... Yeah. I, 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 like, I can't... 
I had this vague idea that it might still be happening, but didn't, but I had to like look up this information and see how terrifying this is still in modern day. Um, according to what was uh, the movie with the guy? I'm the captain. Now. Wasn't that about pirates? Yes. That was cake <laughs> with Jennifer. Aniston. <laughs> or was that? I don't remember. I just know that Tina Fey and Amy Poehler did that at one of the golden globes. So <laughs> captain Phillips. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 2013 movie Captain Phillips in which an American cargo ship is hijacked by Somali pirates. Mm. All right. So, uh, maritime terrorism expert Peter Lair says that in reality, piracy never disappeared. It just doesn't affect the West anymore. And mm. that's why it goes unnoticed, which yeah. that's, you know, an unfortunate makes sense side of, yeah it does make sense unfortunate shitty terrible sense <laughs> yeah 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 um and i also think it's interesting i wonder how much um the 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 stereotype and like it, the the stereotype of pirates what we think of as pirates turns into this characterization this joke a cost a fun costume to wear around when really there's this horrifying thing still happening sure i wonder if this like is part of the thing that hides from what's really happening is that when we think of pirates, we have such an image built up around it that what, what's the truth behind it mm. goes, you know, can, can, can float by yeah. like a pirate on the sea. Yeah. Um, sure. I'm a writer, Mike. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, going to walk the plank for that. Okay. One. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and how many of stereotypes in general the the fact of the stereotype is based on something in reality but then gets blown out of proportion and then hides a real underlying thing that's important and kind of goes unnoticed i i thought that kind of matched yeah what we see in other in other times and, and maybe even to more of an extreme because we have such an extreme old image of what it is that's built up you know we do that in other ways with gay people, you know, with some of these characterizations we have, but some of those are a little bit closer than truth. You know, yeah. the, the, the flaming gay or the best friend gay, like those, uh, there's a little bit more you can see attached to like what current day gays are rather than like fucking peg leg pirate and the current, you know, yeah. pirates that have AK 47. So I mean, we, we don't have time to get into the whole Disney thing right now. And the pirates of the Caribbean ride, they've had like over the years, some of our sensibilities about like, Oh, they're pirates mm. <laughs> have like shifted and they've had to redo some stuff on that oh. ride to like make it more palatable to modern sensibilities. Like huh. there's the the thing, like there's a, there's a tavern scene, I think. And like one of the pirates is chasing a barmaid around the bar. Oh. They're like, that's maybe, yeah, that was, that was fun once, <laughs> but not anymore. Stupid liberals ruin everything. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ready for a little bit more history? Sure. So we did talk about this once before on the show. I think fucking Dan talked about it, but it was a Patreon thing. But I want to revisit it. Okay. So I want to talk about the institution of matelotage, mm. which is... Is it anything like decolletage? No. Okay. <laughs> so during the Golden Age of Piracy, some buccaneers engaged in matelotage, which was a civil union. Basically, in pirate communities in like the 17th and 18th century, the golden age of piracy, metalletage developed, and it was a arrangement between pirates. So, on the surface, it's just an economic partnership. It says that like this pirate says to this pirate, "If I die, then you get like I'll, you get my shit, Aww. and if 
if you die, I get your shit. And let's totally like protect each other from dying yeah. and, and partner up that way. And I'll protect your dick with the surroundings of my anal lining. Well, yeah. So oh, also m- metalletage derives from the French metalo, which means sailor or seaman and matey comes from that. Oh. So it's matey is a cousin word. Oh, like they became Métis. They came, they I became now pronounce you Métis and Métis. Métis. Oh. I. But apparently it wasn't just economic for a lot of them. A lot of them, <laughs> a lot of them were fucking. Um, yeah. In some cases, Metelletage was affectionate, even fraternal, but in others it was romantic and sexual. And no matter what, though, pirates took it very seriously. They took it very seriously <laughs> repeatedly and seriously <laughs> i'm very serious when i take it too yeah um so here's a book that we got to get our hands on uh, okay in, in in sodomy and the pirate tradition <laughs> english english sea rovers in the 17th century caribbean by professor barry richard berg he wrote that uh quote metalletage is an institutionalized linking of buccaneer and another male most often a youth in a relationship with clearly homosexual characteristics. Uh-oh. They, they draw parallels to like Greek society oh, okay. where there was a pederastic relationship between an older, more established, stable dude and a twink. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Greeks, <laughs> Greeks killed your young if you were a twink. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so there's an account in there that a privateer commander, George Shelvock, had the ship's cabin boy promoted to first mate, which... Mm. The the boy was not ready for that job. Like he was, was not ready for the first mate yeah. that he got out of that. <laughs> well, and and the rest of the crew was pissed because like, why are you giving that kid a promotion? Oh, oh it's because that ass that good. <laughs> God, I wish I got a. I wish I got something purely because my ass was so incredible. Sorry, I shouldn't be joking about a child. Like that's well, I don't know. Maybe cultural. I don't know how to feel about. These kinds of things. He's too, it's too. He's too. That's we don't know his age. Oh, okay. he's the cabin boy, but he, oh, okay. like, we don't know his age. We still have best boys, and I think they're adults. Right. Yeah. So, exactly. Who knows? Key grip. <laughs> grip those best boys. Anyway. Oh, um. So oh, again, are adults? Just as a reminder. <laughs> were, yeah. But yeah. So um. These were, and these were really intense relationships, too. The ca- uh, Captain Bartholomew Roberts, apparently, two sailors that were in a metalletage relationship together. A sailor insulted the captain, so the captain stabbed him with a sword and killed him. And so the sailor's matalot, Jones, grew irate and confronted Roberts. And so then... Um, Apparently, this guy like, kicked the captain's ass, and they sort of let him do it. And part of it was because they were honoring, like, of course you would act like this because we just we, we just killed your love guy, mm. um, your not husband, husband. You're, yeah, you're yeah, mad yeah. a lot. So, so, but then he was later punished. Uh, he was sentenced to receive two lashes from every man on the boat, which they ran a train on him and whipped him. So, oh, that's... ran a train on him could be okay, but not okay. Yep, yep. Um, Anyway, that's Metelletage. It, so it was it was a civil union, and it was supposed to be economic and like palimony, sort of. But it was clearly more than that, based on a whole bunch of stories and yeah. the way that they used it. And it, it's it's really interesting too how um, uh, it, it played a little bit a part in the whole thing about sending those sex workers to Tortula because they were 
even though they weren't on the ship when they were at home on land, they were still acting as, as you know, like they were married yeah. and uh, trying to, trying to break that up. Hmm. Anyway, that's Matelotage. Interesting. The short version. Pirates be so gay. Pirates be so gay, but like legit gay. Can I tell you one last thing? Tell me one last thing, Kyle. It is about pirates owner Kevin McClatchy. Oh, like, okay, great. <laughs> They are. I, I I already know this, but for anybody else listening, what sport and city is that? That is baseball team based in. Philadelphia. We're real good at this, Kyle. <laughs> Philadelphia, Philadelphia Pirates, San Diego, Philadelphia Pirates. Google is not happening right now. By Mike. It's in Philadelphia. Pittsburgh Pirates. Fuck. I was. I don't. Okay. You had the state right. I had a. It was a P. You okay. had the state right. Okay, sure, that's why. Um, not just it was another thing that starts. With, okay, Kevin McClatchy. He uh, was the Pirates' lead owner from '96 to 2007, and on September 22nd, 20, Pirate. B- b- oh, good. He came out. Yeah. <laughs> on September 22nd, 2012, he came out as a butt pirate. Great. Excellent. He was like, not only am I the pirate's owner. No. So this is, uh, you know, some years like, after. Isn't it just for men reference? What? <laughs> not only am I the, the owner, I, I'm a client or whatever. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. He came out in an interview. So this is five years after he was the, the lead owner. But he came out in a uh, as gay in an interview in the New York Times. Mm. Um, so... He was one of the first major sports execs in the country to come out. He was inspired uh, when he saw a story about Rick Welts, which was the then CEO of the Phoenix Suns. That's okay. basketball. But um, that was kind of cute to see that he read a different person coming out and that inspired him to come out, which yeah. like, you know, coming out and these big stories about people coming out. Th- this literally made a difference that we can directly tie it to that coming out that helps this get on the New York times. So uh, the bigger thing that I wanted to talk about is to come out. He got the help of PR guru, Howard Bragman. Okay. Howard Bragman. Should I know this name? Uh, no, no. Oh. Um, but I just really enjoyed that the PR guru's last name is Bragman. Yeah, does he have a giant dick? He <laughs> surely, surely has a huge wang. Um, prove me otherwise, Howard. But that is an, a great example of it. I keep forgetting the sword and having to look it back up. Aptronym, which is when your last name fits your profession. Oh, okay. Yeah. He considers himself, Howard Bragman, considers himself the midwife for people coming out. <laughs> that seems... Surely there's a... D- Ill-chosen. For a PR person, like, you could do better than that. <laughs> um, so he helped McClatchy during this process. He... Uh, uh, so, so, like some of the things, uh, parts of this process, I think is like he helped get this New York Times interview. Before the interview came out, McClatchy uh, called around 100 different people to let them know what was about to happen. He, uh, Bragman helped set up interviews with GLAD and the HRC to support after the article came out. Sure. And he, I don't, uh, anyway, he, uh, Bragman said, most people can come out once. They come out to their family. They come out to their friends. They come out to their colleagues. When you're a celebrity, you have to come out it again and again, which like, it, no. no, you literally <laughs> in that sentence explaining it talked about three different times you have to come out so i don't understand yeah. maybe his point is if you're a celebrity you have to do it in multiple interviews i don't know understand why is what his point is about celebrities and how it's different than 
all of us who have to come out again and again but i don't know yeah for for being a midwife this one's miscarrying i think (laughs) (laughs) uh he has helped people uh come out since 1991 great he's been doing this for a while um he has uh helped people like john amachi do you remember remember him you do from the basketball episode yep yeah yep episode two yep how wow yeah i had to go i was like i'm pretty sure that's the guy i talked about so i had to fucking hate this shit i had to go to the episode and listen to it and like you know skip through to get to make sure i said that name and and make sure it really was him because i didn't put an episode description yeah which god listening to episode two it's a lot uh but he also helped uh that's, that's the episode that like we were so bad at this we plugged in the microphone and then didn't use it and it <laughs> recorded on my laptop yeah you hear my refrigerator <laughs> kick on at one point and i was like god uh don't listen to the episode about harry potter because whoops um uh we mostly don't do that anymore um he also helped uh rosie jones don lemon michael sam cheryl swoops Chaz bono he's worked with all of huh. them he has uh, received honors and awards from the AIDS Project Los Angeles and from GLAAD. In September 2021, Bragman made a $1 million endowment to found the Howard Bra- Bragman Coming Out Fund at the University of Michigan, um, which would be run by the Spectrum Center, which is an LGBTQIA plus support center that was formed in the college in 1970. So he knew his endowment was going to come up at some point. I, Howard Bragg, <laughs> the braggiest of Bragman. So he's done a lot to help famous people come out and looks like particularly sports people, or maybe that's just what they mentioned in this article because of that's what it was talking about um, and done a lot for the LGBTQIA plus community. So I guess he's earned the right to Bragman as much as he wants. Thanks, Mr. Bragman. Yeah, that's the 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 uh, pirate team, the pirates team, the team of the pirates. With the butt pirate at the helm. <laughs> For a little bit. For a little bit. He was in the closet then, so. He what? He was in the closet when he was the, Well, the, sure. He was, but he was a secret butt pirate. Whom among us hasn't been a secret butt pirate <laughs> at some point in our career? <laughs> Truth. Truth. Um, Did we do it? Pirates are gay. Uh, Yeah. I, you know. Pirates are super duper gay. I had yeah. a whole, like, a potential, like, back pocket segment about, like... <laughs> Uh, pirate talk and whether you could guess what it means. Oh God, I almost did that too, and then it was yeah, it was like All right. yeah. You can't tease that and just do nothing with it. That's okay. Well, um, I don't know. Do you want it? What do you think is beating the booby? <laughs> the motorboat. <laughs> <laughs> it's slapping your arms to try to keep warm. Oh, does that work? I guess. Uh, how about bleeding the monkey? Oh God, that's a period. Or it's stealing rum. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. How about hornswoggle? Uh, that's when you get so horny you uh, swag someone in the ass. I don't know. That's yeah, just cheating. Oh, okay. And hornswoggled. Um, this isn't fun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and when it stops being fun, we wrap up the episode. <laughs> did we do it? Yeah, I think so. We did a lot of stuff. We talked about pirates a whole bunch. Uh-huh, and a lot, a lot of gay shit about them. And thruples. Yeah, by thruple came up 
so many times in this episode. Yes. We don't have to talk about bisexuals for another 10 episodes well, contractually. Way more than I expected, <laughs> yeah. which was zero. Which was zero. So, <laughs> Same as uh, So do you want to do you want to take, take a break? Yeah. And you're going to tell me the legend of the, the butt part? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, okay. Yes. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. This is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Okay. Okay. Are we back? We're back. We're back. <laughs> We're going to do our case and straightest. We're going to do our case and straightest, but first. Apply for the- We're hiring. We're hiring. Yeah. com slash jobs to find the job description. Uh, we're hiring a production assistant. Uh, we need your application by May 15th. So only a couple weeks left. Yep. Get them in. Get them in. Please. Try not to make this <laughs> sexual to know that it is a respectful, high quality work environment that yep. is above board. Also, uh, so the next Patreon happy hour Zoom call is Wednesday, May the 4th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. Anybody who supports us on Patreon at any level uh, will get an invitation in your Patreon inbox. Come hang out. It'll oh, be yeah. fun. Yeah. And last but not least, uh, we were nominated for a CyberSocket Award. So if you want to put in your vote for best cock and best daddy and hottest twink or whatever the fuck, but also best gay sex podcast gayish, go to CyberSocketAwards.com. Do it now, you dirty fucker. Yeah, you dirty <laughs> butt pirate. Uh, our website is gayishpodcast.com. We are on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Discord spaces at gayishpodcast. Our hotline, you can send us text messages or leave us voicemails, is 5855-GAYISH. That's 585-542-9474. Standard rates apply. I just realized, like, I say at Gayish Podcast, but that's like Instagram. Yeah, you'll find it. They'll figure Gayish it out. Podcast. You got it. Um, uh, our email is gayishpodcast at gmail.com. Our physical mailing address is post office box 19882, Seattle, Washington. 98109. And rate, review, or subscribe and recommend. Uh, last I saw our ratings on Apple Podcasts, we were at 4.4. So I don't know. Like most of the other podcasts I see that around our size are like 4.8 or 4.7. So we're, uh-uh. you know, I don't know. If you want to help us out, throw us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also do rate on Spotify now um, or send it to a friend. Helps us grow, helps us make good delicious piratey content helps us feel better about ourselves god yeah <laughs> uh, i don't i didn't expect how much of my life and feelings would be wrapped up into this podcast and how well it does but here here we are mike here we are um, yeah uh we're gonna do our gays straight is sponsored by spaces spaces a new group chat app for niche queer communities by hornet um i'll go first okay uh my gayest is that i bought something i saw advertised on instagram a tongue scraper nice do you need a tongue scraper i don't think so i've used it a couple times and i don't know that that actually helps or does anything but you know instagram told me i needed something and buying something from instagram felt kind of gay i have noticed that i need to brush my tongue or it will still smell of coffee I, I brush my tongue but like do you, yeah do you need a specialty tool to scrape it I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's also good practice to get your gag reflex to go away. Right? <laughs> I can't, Maybe that's why it's gay. <laughs> Shoving the shit down my throat yep. uh, because Instagram told me. Okay. Uh, my straightest is not only did I leave stuff in my dryer uh, and instead of folding it, 
when my next load of laundry was done, I just added it to the yes. <laughs> contents of the dryer yes. to make one big dryer bundle. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Solid. <laughs> what about you, Mike? Um, well, so the straightest thing about me this week, uh, this weekend, a friend of ours had a giant ass scavenger hunt for his birthday. It started at nine in the morning. I think I got home a little bit before midnight. Like it was the whole day. Mm -hmm. Um, the straightest thing about me this week was for that scavenger hunt. I, we were, we were at at lunch because each meal we had like the clues led us to the same restaurant Mm -hmm. for whatever meal it was. I realized like, Oh, I'm sitting with the straight people. <laughs> like, I literally, it was all of the straight people and me at one table, and then all of the gays at like two tables over. I was like, "Oh my god, am I straight now?" Oh, you like sat at the wrong table at lunch, and now you just are part of the straight clique. It's identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then the gayest thing about me this week was later on that scavenger hunt went to Doghouse Leathers, which is a, a sex toy store, leather harness uh, shop. Fucking Dan works there now. Yeah. And uh, he was a clue on the on the, on the the scavenger hunt. Um, but uh, I, some of the straight people had questions <laughs> and I got to answer them. And it was you d- magical. You answered questions? Oh, yeah. I explained, oh. ex- I explained this case is full of these rods because they are used for sounding. Oh. What's sounding? Oh. You put these in your dick and then he thought that like it was called sounding because then you like hit it with a hammer and it makes oh. a sound <laughs> yes. yeah we got yeah, there yeah but uh, i also saw in person the display for happy old toys oh yeah 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 that was cool yeah happy old toys yeah we hurt them yeah well i wanted to read the last last week you said to uh fill in the space fill in the spaces the very first response uh, also, I really appreciated was uh, Miles to go said that uh, you said when Kyle goes to blank, he always brings blank. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miles to go said when Kyle goes to record gayish, he always brings butt plugs. Oh, <laughs> that's is that true? Which I enjoyed the like once you when you first read it, you just think that that means I'm wearing a butt plug. But when you keep thinking about it, it's I bring butt plugs. It's almost like I'm Oprah of butt plugs. Like everyone sit on your butt plug before we record. <laughs> it's there's layers to that one um so uh for this week post your gayest and straightest to spaces and will uh the gayish space uh go to uh, on your iphone download spaces you can search for hornet spaces or queer spaces you will find it there download the app post your gayest and straightest to our space and we'll pick one for next week and read it there so download spaces it's a great place for queer people and queer communities and if you don't want to be on that app that you know some big tesla dude is buying just go ahead and hop on over to spaces hop on over bunny hop bunny hop is that it yeah we did it yeah um thank you to all the gay pirates thank you to those like thruple by pirates by the thruple by Byron is still very funny. Pirate, yeah, um, and thank you to all the the butt pirates that support us. Thank mm-hmm. you to our super gap bridges: Josh Copeland, Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, Anana Bro, G- James Barrow, Steve Douglas, Explosive Lasagna, Christopher Farrell, Jamie Pugh, Kevin Henderson, Tipsy McSummels, Donald and C, Thomas B, Dusty Sands, A. Coleman, Chris Catchatory, Jerome York, and Cian and Javi. That's it from the Chris Catchatory Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be booty.
from getting my charger for your laptop unless you have it and it's handy just because it's stressing me out. That it's that like it's... it has 50% left. Okay. All right. I'll let you run your own life. Okay. <laughs>